This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. Ahead, we hear from this year's recipient of the WHL Governor's Award, Kelly McCrimmon, former head coach, general manager, governor, and owner of the Branded Wheat Kings, has been named this year's WHL Governor's Award recipient. He'll join us in moments. We also have an alumni update with former WHL player Curtis Miskey. Played both in Spokane and Prince Albert and is now a registered financial advisor. We'll have more with Curtis Miskey. And they're calling it the Weeder Heater up in Prince George. Chase Wheatcroft, the WHL Player of the Week, will join us to wrap up the show. First up. WHL Governor's Award is the highest honor the WHL bestows on an individual who's been associated with the league. Now, it's presented annually to an individual who their outstanding hockey and overall contributions to the game has impacted the growth and development of the WHL. Kelly McCrimmon, former head coach, GM, governor, and owner of the Weed Kings, has been named this year's recipient of the WHL Governor's Award, now the general manager of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, He joins us on the line for WHL this week. Kelly, thanks for making time for us. Yeah, thanks for having me, John. Uh, what an honor for you. And, you know, as I pointed out earlier, uh, long overdue uh, to pick up this award uh, amongst your peers uh, at league meetings. That must have been special for you. Yeah, it really was. I'm not uh, a person that uh, gets locked in on awards or individual accomplishments, but uh, this was uh, really special for me based on, uh, you know, being the WHL governors and league office that, uh, you know, made the award. Uh, to me, it was really uh, nice that it was at the Board of Governor meetings here in Las Vegas. It was, uh, you know, the exact people that you'd want to uh, see and say hello to over uh, the time that I was in the league. I got to know a lot of these people uh, real well and uh, and even to meet some of the newer people that uh, that I'm not as familiar with. So that part of it was, uh, was real nice. And then, uh, you know, uh, receiving the award. Uh, the same time uh, as Tim Speltz, the 2021 uh, recipient, uh, was uh, was neat also because we've uh, been friends for many years, and uh, and uh, you know our careers, our time in the league was uh, was real similar. And now, of course, Tim works for us uh, in Henderson, so that part of it was uh, was nice as well. Kelly, 27 years uh, in the league as a GM or head coach or both. Uh, when you look back on that time, I know uh, it was probably some fond years of uh, being part of things and, and guiding young hockey players. What do you think of the most when you look back on your time? Well, so many good memories, John. I, I absolutely loved uh, you know every minute of my time uh, in the WHL. I played in the Western Hockey League in Brandon. You know the you know the possibility for me to ever go back and uh, you know work for the Weed Kings would never have been something I ever dreamed would happen, and I uh, was able to get that opportunity, and and really it grew from there. I mentioned when I uh, spoke the uh, the belief and confidence that uh, Bob Cornell uh, had in me, and uh, hiring me as a general manager when I was 28 years old, and, and uh, you know bringing me into the ownership, he sold me a third of the team. Uh, three years later, I, I really uh, have always uh, appreciated that. And then just, uh, you know, just the uh, working with the players, I, I always felt the most rewarding aspect of junior hockey was the impact you have on uh, young players that, uh, at that stage of their life. You really uh, appreciate that maybe even more in hindsight than you do as, uh, as you're going through it. So that part was enjoyable. And, uh, and the competition, it's a great league. We had uh, a lot of 
uh, really good teams, a lot of really memorable playoff series uh, that, uh, um, you know, those games can't be bigger than they are at that time of year. We had some good playoff runs, which, of course, are memorable for your uh, for your fans. So, you know, all of those things, uh, you know, for me, they are, um, you know, great memories for me, for my, uh, for my family. My wife, Terry is uh, from Brandon. She was my girlfriend and junior. So, uh, you know, for us to be able to, uh, you know, return to Brandon and then our, our, uh, our children, uh, Chelsea and Mickey, uh, were able to grow up in one city in the hockey business. It doesn't always uh, work that way either. And then just the length of it, John, just, uh, you know, being there as the day-to-day uh, operator for 27 years is, uh, uh, you know, is a, is a long time in, uh, in any industry. And, you know, the, you know, the bus miles, the, the bus rides, we were the easternmost team in the league uh, my entire time there. So uh, a lot of memories that come with uh, my time uh, with the Wheat Kings. But as I said at, at the outset, uh, I loved every minute of it. It was uh, a great way of life for uh, for me and my family. You know, one thing that was in the news release from the league office, and it was your quote, and it really kind of uh, struck home with me. It's not only, you know, the competitiveness of running your own team, but it's also being a member of a league and trying to look out for everyone's best interests as well. Yeah, that was always extremely important to me, John, and I think that came from joining the league as a young, as a young uh, general manager with uh, Ed Schnauth being the president of the league. And if you go back, to Ed's beginnings, he was uh, he was the first uh, president in that era that had uh, you know the Scotty Monroes, the Bill Hunters, those type of people, where they they had to uh, be respectful as partners in the boardroom to keep a league viable, to grow a league, to to start a league because really that's what uh, they did, and then that was. Uh, you know, the lessons that Ed uh, really instilled on all the young general managers, you know, Bruce, uh, you know, myself, Tim Speltz, uh, you know, Brent Sutter, everybody that came uh, into the league, Kelly Kissio, the different guys that uh, were part of the league uh, through that period of time. And I really believe in that. And, and as competitive as we are with our own teams and, and uh, uh, as important as your own franchise is, uh, I sure think the right way to run a league is to be uh, a good league partner and be concerned about, you know, what one team does affects how other teams do business, right? So you have to, uh, I think, uh, really look at uh, look at it through that lens and and be uh, be good league partners. You're as, you're as strong as your weakest link, and I really, um, I guess, uh, would consider myself fortunate. That's exactly how I came into the league, and that's something I believed in my entire uh, time in uh, in Brandon. I have to give you credit for for flying the WHL flag at the NHL level. A, a quick look at your active roster. You have 10 WHL graduates on your active roster. I don't have time to go through all the, the teams in the league, but I would think that probably leads the way. So you've been able to sort of follow up and, and graduate on and uh, take this to the NHL level as well. Well, uh, we have got a lot of uh, WHL ties in our organization. You mentioned uh, on the ice where we've got uh, a number of WHL graduates, and it's not uh, a case of being sentimental. It's maybe a case of knowing uh, some of those players as well as I do, right from, in, in a lot of those cases, right from Bantam through uh, through Junior, and then the opportunity to bring them uh, to Vegas. We've had, uh, you know, some great players from the league. You look at, uh, you know, Chandler Stevenson. You look at uh, Mark Stone, Shea Theodore, you know, Braden McNabb. I don't have the list in front of me either. Brett Howden is another one that's, 
that comes to mind. We've had uh, some great players that uh, have come through the WHL. And then interestingly, uh, if you looked at our amateur staff, uh, there's a lot of ties to uh, Western Canada there uh, as well. So one of the things that uh, from a, my position in Vegas that I'm most proud of is, is the quality of the staffs that we've built uh, off the ice in terms of uh, who helps run our organization. We've got uh, tremendous people uh, in those positions. Yeah, I see your scouts uh, quite a bit uh, on the WHL trail for sure, all from the WHL. Uh, four members, now a lot of people don't know this, but four members, former players of the Wee Kings organizations are, are now are now NHL general managers. Yourself, Brad Tree Living, uh, Ron Hextall, and Ken Sheveldayoff. Uh, what what does that say to you? Well, it's uh, it's interesting. It's kind of a neat uh, uh, a neat fact, and uh, you know, I know all of those guys uh, real well. Uh, when I first got to Brown and Kevin Sheveldayoff was uh, was our captain, and uh, you know, just you know, all really good people, really capable guys. There are three, uh, you know, different uh, personalities for me, but, uh, you know, it's uh, a common bond that we have and uh, can talk about when we uh, run into each other. I think every uh, one of us is proud of uh, the Wheat Kings, wants them to do well. And, uh, you know, obviously in their day-to-day with their own clubs, we, uh, we communicate on different uh, league issues at the National Hockey League level as well. And uh, those guys all do... Uh, really good jobs with their teams. And finally, on a personal note for you, uh, no disrespect to 18th Street in Brandon, but uh, it's not the Vegas Strip. It's been uh, what looks like a successful move for you uh, and the organization to uh, join the Golden Knights and lead them in a general manager capacity. How's it been for you uh, at the NHL, and are you enjoying that experience? Yeah, this has been a great experience for me. Uh, uh, it. Uh, you know, when I came here in 2016, that first year was uh, what we call the expansion year. It wasn't our inaugural season. It was the year where we did a deep dive on uh, all uh, 30 at that time teams. And it was uh, an incredible learning experience for uh, for me because I hadn't worked in pro hockey. Um, it was it was fascinating, the, the strategy and, and the, uh, you know, the... Uh, the input that went into it from the different uh, people that we had hired from our pro staff in particular with, uh, you know, the drafting of our team. And then, uh, you know, just the opportunity to, you know, work with uh, George McPhee and, and uh, you know, have him promote me to be a manager, be a general manager of the National Hockey League. And uh, I believe it would have been the spring of uh, 2019. Uh, so I'm grateful for that. Bill Foley is a tremendous owner that, gives us every resource that we uh, would ever want to, uh, to ice a competitive team. Uh, the, the city has embraced the hockey team uh, incredibly well, and, and uh, we've sold out every game that we've, uh, that we've ever played, be it preseason, regular season, uh, or playoffs. So that part's been really good. I think for our players, Vegas is incredibly easy for them. Uh, we all live in a suburb called uh, Summerlin, which is about 20 minutes from the Strip, and when people from uh, from Brandon ask me what it's like living in Las Vegas, I always answer the same way. It's the exact opposite of what you think because <laughs> when you uh, live here, you uh, uh, you'll spend all your time in, in the community where you live, which, as I mentioned, is Summerlin. You spend very little time on the Strip unless you had 
you know, friends or family uh, here. And if you come to visit Las Vegas, like, uh, like you would yourself, John, you never leave this trip. So that part is, uh, is different than what uh, people expect, but I still have uh, all my ties to, uh, to Manitoba and, uh, you know, Western Canada is, uh, you know, where I'm from. That's my uh, DNA. That'll always be uh, home in one form uh, or another. So, uh, you know, proud of my, uh, my roots there and that'll, uh, that'll never change. Well, I believe it snowed earlier in the week in Vegas, so maybe there was uh, a little touch there of home there for you. So, uh, Kelly, congratulations. It did snow a little bit yesterday, John. <laughs> it was gone uh, probably about 20 minutes later, and uh, the sun is shining today. So okay, good to know. Kelly McCrimmon, uh, congratulations on uh, being the recipient of the WHL Governor's Award, and thanks for making time for us here on WHL this week. Thanks, John. Much appreciated. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chanel Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. A Western Hockey League alumni spotlight with Curtis Miskey this week. Miskey played with both the Spokane Chiefs and Prince Albert Raiders between 2014 and 2018. Now 26 years old, Miskey's a financial advisor with IG Wealth Management in his hometown of Edmonton, Alberta. Speaking to the WHL's Chris Wall, Miskey recapped his first WHL destination in Spokane with the Chiefs. Spokane, first and foremost, is a beautiful city. And, and secondly, the team takes care of their players as, as good as any organization in the league. I was lucky enough to have two billet families while I was there. Treated me like their own. So it, it wasn't as hard to move away from my re- actual family, but I, I was considered family in both of their homes. So it, it was very easy and, and exciting to to kind of leave my my home in Beaumont and go there to my second home. So, but again, you're you're moving away at 16, 17 years old. Um, you're still a kid, so um, learning how to grow up fast. And it was it was an interesting time, but but it was all exciting. So, a trade would take Miski to Prince Albert to join a team on the rise. Talk about a city that that loves there. You like, you feel like you're a celebrity there. You can you get your sub of the month, and fans from Prince Albert can get the the Curtis Whiskey sub or whatever. So it's you're you're treated like royalty there, and it is a, it is a hockey town through and through. And um, you could just kind of tell when I got traded there when I was 19, like something about the culture it was turning. They only won whatever it was eight, 12 games the year before I got there or before Christmas, and it was. You could just tell that guys were fed up and it, it's time time to change, and we slowly kind of just started building that. After a brief stint in pro, Miski decided to take advantage of his WHL scholarship program at the University of Alberta, earning a commerce degree. When I finished, I, I had just a brief stint in Orlando in the East Coast League after, after my 20-year-old year, and I kind of decided that pro hockey wasn't for me. I just didn't, didn't love that, so I wanted to cash in my WHL scholarship, so... I got a lot of offers from different universities across Canada, basically, but decided I wanted to play for my hometown and play at the U of A with such a prestigious franchise that you that you've talked about. And, and you see players that at the end of the day, hockey, I still wanted to to make it pro. When, and that's a lane. You see guys like Derek Ryan and, and Luke Philp and guys that are playing in there now and Zach Sachenko, the goalie. So you see there's still that chance. But at the end of the day, I'm getting my degree, right? As for the WHL scholarship program, which Miski earned by playing four years in the WHL? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, especially now, day and age, the university is crazy expensive, right? Um, to, be, to be able to play a year of hockey doing something that I love and, and to be able to get my schooling paid for, um, that's that's incredible. It's a dollar amount that it's not that the dollar amount matters. It's it's what it, what it fostered me to be able to do with my life. Um 
So, and I wouldn't have that opportunity if I didn't play in the WHL. So it's, it's an amazing program. Um, and you, you don't have to use it at your home university. You can go wherever you want. Um, so it's, it's an incredible opportunity for guys to, to have their schooling paid for. And if hockey's not the route for you, it's, it's the best backup option you can think of. So. Miski now works in his field at Edmonton for the past two years for IG Wealth Management. So now day to day, I'm, I'm a fully licensed uh, stockbroker. Um, and that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to, trying to build up my book of business and, and just help as many people as I can with, with their financial goals. The entire interview with Curtis Miski is available at whl.ca. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. What a week and what a run for 20-year-old Prince George Cougars forward Chase Wheatcroft having a breakout season with the Cougars. He is the WHL Player of the Week. Cole Waldy has more. All right, pleased to be joined by the reigning WHL Player of the Week, Chase Wheatcroft. Uh, Chase, a, a terrific week for yourself. It's 13 straight games now with a point. Um, what's been going so right for you as a late and seem to be finding the net on a nightly basis, it seems. Uh, yeah, you know, I think it's been going really well for me lately. Uh, I've been, you know, having a lot of confidence to play in my game. But, you know, most credit goes to guys I'm playing with. Weeb and Becker have been unbelievable. I mean, Bex is on a different level. Guy's been a stud for us, and it's been unreal so far, and hopefully we can keep going here. Looking at this, you know, the last six games, you know, you win five of six. I thought you outplayed Kamloops on Saturday. Uh, almost had 50 shots in the game. Um, it seems like your team's playing your best hockey right now and, and a good time uh, with just two months left in the season, which must be a really good sign to see from your group. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been playing unreal. Uh, you know, I think that Kamloops game is a really good building block. Uh, we all played them most of the game, but we just got to play the full 60. I mean, they got one late, and, and it sucks to, you know, play that well and not get any points. But, yeah, the last six have been unreal for us, and we just got to carry that momentum moving forward here. I want to ask about that Kamloops game because, you know, it's the first time you got to see their full lineup. Your team was pretty much fully healthy also. And to know that, you know, you're right up there with, with the top dogs in this league must be nice to know that after, you know, finally seeing, you know, Kamloops' full roster. For sure, yeah, they're pretty... They're a pretty good squad. I mean, they got lots of good players on that team, you know, from top to bottom. They're deep and, you know, they're really good. Uh, you know, I think our team can do the same thing. We got those top end guys and we got guys, you know, all over the lineup that can produce and play really good hockey. And, you know, we showed them what we're capable of and, you know, that we're a force to be reckoned with, you know, moving forward here. You mentioned playing with Andre Becker and Jackson Weeb. Ever since you guys got put together on that Central Division road trip, it seems like you guys have just fit seamlessly uh, on a nightly basis. Uh, you mentioned Andre Becker just continuing to fill the net. Jackson Weeb, obviously a 20-year-old presence that, that you know very well, and uh, two guys I'm assuming that are very fun to play with. Oh, been tons of fun. I mean, both those guys have been unreal guys. Uh, we got a good bond, you know, off the ice too. You know, me and, me and Weeber have been tight. We've been, we went toe-to-toe a couple times now, but no, he's an unreal guy. And obviously Baxi's probably one of the most skilled guys I've ever played with. The way he controls the puck, the way he dictates the play, you know, it's, it's honestly so much fun to watch and to play with, and that's a key part to my success here. We talked about it a couple times in our post-game shows, but about your goaltending, you know, Tyler Brennan has been really locking it down, it seems. Uh, six straight starts with a win. Uh, Ty Young gave a group a chance to win on Saturday also, and uh, nice to see them finally starting to do their thing here as we come down to crunch time in the regular season. Unbelievable. I mean, they've, they've, been, they've been so good for us. You know, Brennan's on a bit of a heater right now. He's been winning games. Uh, seamlessly almost seems like he's been winning everything um, he's been unreal Younger's been unreal I mean we should have won that game for him um, obviously uh, we needed to you know play that full 60 and kind of let off there at the end but no they've both been unbelievable goalies so far and, and you know that's what they can do for us they can you know win us games and they can definitely help us 
We've talked about this a couple of times, but for the people listening on the WHL Live podcast who aren't sure um, about your power play goal record, single season record in Cougars history for most power play goals, um, probably a pretty cool accolade to get in your final season and in your, in your first year as a Prince George Cougar. And uh, maybe take me through that game uh, back uh, against the Victoria Royals uh, to finally break that record. Yeah, I mean, for sure. It's a pretty cool goal. Um, you know, you're we on the power play and it was a shot and I got lucky enough to, you know, put a rebound in one of probably the easier goals I scored this year, but it was pretty cool. And, you know, the guys gave me lots of love for that, which was awesome. And, you know, the fans were great about it too. So it was a really cool moment for me and a really good night. I want to ask about the fans and, you know, the fans this year have gotten a lot better compared to previous years. Can you just talk about Wheats, you know, how important it is to, to, to have fans in the stands rooting on you guys. We go to Kamloops and it's just a, a sold out barn every night and, Seems like it can really help a uh, home ice advantage, and uh, hopefully we get to see the, more of that uh, coming into Prince George. And I guess just you know your thoughts on how important it is to to have big crowds. Yeah, crowds are fun. I mean, you build off that energy off a big hit or, or a fight or you know even a goal or a good play. You know, you build that energy off the crowd. And yeah, the CN's been it's been buzzing this year. I've been loving it. I mean, we got some people in the house, and it's it's been a lot of fun so far. And the fans have been great. I mean, they're awesome. They're super supportive, and you know I can't thank them enough for what they what they provide for us and you know the energy energy they gave us in the games. Lastly, before that, you go, Chase. Uh, you know, 19 games left for your group. A lot of them are on home ice. Big points up for grabs, you know, still fighting for position in the Western Conference. And just some expectations from you and your group uh, to finish on, on a winning note going into the postseason. Yeah, I mean, we got we got to we got to definitely make a surge for you know to climb up the climb up the rankings here, and you know I think we're in a good spot to do that. Um, you know, a lot of games at home, which is big advantage for us. We just got to take uh, take control of those games and get some points for the guys, and and, and you know move up uh, come playoff time here. Well said, Chase. Appreciate the time again, and congrats on being named the WHL Player of the Week. Awesome, thank you, Walt. Hey, that's the show this week. Big thanks to Cole Waldy in Prince George for his help, and thanks to our guests. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening.